What's up, family of Speak? It is time for a kickoff sports television made for days like today, for shows like this show, for a game like the one you're going to witness. San Francisco 49ers, this man, Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles. But let me tell you what no one has told you thus far. You realize the Eagles at 10-1 and 1 are a home underdog. Since 2000, we've only seen three teams be an underdog at Bay House, at the link, at home, after starting 10-1 and 1 or better. Are the Niners getting respected or are the Eagles? Eagles getting disrespected. No better person to go to uh, than the Eagles. The rock. All time it's all serious. Rushing all serious. Leader. Yeah. It's all serious for LaShawn <laughs> Shady. Let me touch it. Go ahead and get a big dog. Go ahead and get a big dog. I can't touch it. Eagles all time rushing leader. If you're serious, <laughs> then I need your most serious take. Let's get it. If you're serious, then mm. then be serious. I got a go ahead. major, major issue with this. Ooh. How in the world that you make the Philadelphia Eagles with the best record mm-hmm. in football? Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles with the favorite MVP, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. How are we underdogs at home? Mm-hmm. And at home, we beat the Cowboys, who's a really good team. Yep. We beat the Dolphins, who's a really good team. That happened. We beat the Bills with a lot, a lot of talent. Yes, so I'm, I'm, I'm just confused. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is why I don't take the, the gambling things really serious like that. They get up and they do all these little numbers. They, put in, they don't really know what's going on. Because mm-hmm. anybody in their right mind is going to take the Philadelphia Eagles on the money line to win mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. Come to Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. The, 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 to the link? And with Deshaun Jackson, the best deep threat we've ever seen in history. D-Jack. Retired as a field of Eagles. It's going to be hype. There's going to be so many fans for the game. There's going to be so many fans for Deshaun Jackson. Who's going to be there? And you think that they're going to be us? Let me tell you who's going to be there. Who's going to be there? Who's going to be there? I hate to do this. Do it. What you got to do? Will Smith's going to be there. Who's going to be there? Kevin Hart's going to be there. William Jackson, the show is going to be there. Be there. And they think, hold up. Lou Uzi going to be there. And I heard we are adopting Cardi B. She going to be there. Oh, yeah. And y'all think we're going to lose to the Niners? Huh? Man, listen. That's what they say. Listen, listen. No, 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 no. That's what they can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Here is what I know. I don't know this about Shady's house. Mm-hmm. I don't know this about Joy's house. I don't know this about James' house. Yeah. But I know this about the house. Mm-hmm. The house always wins. Ooh. So if Vegas is saying that the Eagles should be an underdog, then the Eagles should be a underdog. Because the house, not your house at home, no disrespect to your house, wherever you might be watching this show, maybe in a cubicle somewhere, maybe on your cell phone at work. But the house, Shady, mm-hmm. it always wins. I don't think the Eagles are being disrespected. I don't. Because I think Vegas and, and, and people are, are looking at the game tape. Okay. Ooh. And they're looking at the game tape, and based upon the game tape, mm-hmm. they are saying that the Niners are a better football team. Yeah. Now, the Eagles always find a way to win. Yeah. Outside of me riding for Fred Warner, bang, bang, you already know what it is, I would have to pick the Eagles. But... I love the way the Niners play that game of football defensively. Eagles aren't being disrespected. They're not, Joy. They're not shady. They're not at all. What people are simply doing is saying, though the Eagles win, like Jason Kelsey said after week four, they don't always play winning football. Mm-hmm. And eventually that comes to an end. You can win and play losing football. And you can lose and play winning football. And the Eagles always win, but it doesn't always look like winning football. Vegas is simply saying that stops mm-hmm. Sunday on yeah. Fox. And I'm not mad at Vegas because mm-hmm. the house always wins, Joy Taylor. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't build all those casinos with all those perks and those beautiful spas mm. and all Great those beautiful spa. tables and the pools mm. and have, you know, yep. the lovely drinks being passed around on winners, do they? Mm-hmm. That's, that's not how they get that mm-hmm. money. Not how to get that cash. And I would tend to agree with you, but it's not just that they're underdogs. They're significant underdogs because you should get three points at home. Talk about it. That's what they say. Talk about it. This is not a push. Talk about it. So they're really saying, you're not three points worse. You five and a half points worse. Yeah, do the math. Well, than, well. Than I do the math. So when we're cool. talking about That's disrespect. Sorry, I'm sorry, Shady. We're not talking about sorry, one, it's not, your not fault. two, not three, <laughs> not four, not five. Sorry, big dog. And a half points worse mm. than the Niners. That's what Vegas is saying. That's what Vegas yeah. said. I didn't say it. I certainly didn't say it because I do think it's disrespectful. Mm. I think that's a very hard place to play. I think the Niners are a great team, but the Eagles have been the best team throughout the season. They've been the most consistent team throughout the entire season. Very true. And while I don't think that the Niners are far off talent-wise, and I noticed that you you 
only mentioned defensively. You, lo- defense. you love how the Niners play defense. defensively. Correct. I noticed that you didn't say the, the, other, the other side She's of the wrong. ball. She's uh, not that, that part wasn't mentioned. I think this is going to be an incredible matchup. I do think that it is disrespectful. Eagles fans should feel disrespected. The mm-hmm. Eagles organization should feel disrespected. And I think that they will make that very well known as Shady, very eloquently outlined to start the show, because this is going to be a very hostile environment. No and <laughs> the, the fact Oof. that this level of disrespect in the point spread has been announced and we are acknowledging it and furthering it is only going to add to that narrative. So this is going to be a very hard place to play mm-hmm. this Sunday. It's going to be a very tough battle. I don't think that the Eagles are five and a half points worse than the Niners. Might even sprinkle a little something on that. Uh, a little spread there. Feel, right. feel that good about we it. We got money on it, right? We do. That's right. Don't yeah. forget that. But you have it on it straight up. Straight up. We're talking about the, the spread here. Points. That's a very different situation. Oh, you're not getting any points? No, uh, straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. Okay. And listen, if you're a Niner fan, mm. I'm being honest, man. Mm. Don't wear that jersey. Don't wear that jersey, huh? This Philadelphia's different. Yeah, this is going to be good. This, this, this ain't uh, uh, San Francisco. This ain't Levi Stadium. This ain't Oakland. Yeah, Green Bay. You might not leave with it on. Just let y'all know. They're going to take it off. That Coliseum was something else, too, though. But it's one thing that I know. All right. Number one, if I was putting on that Eagles jersey, I feel disrespect. Absolutely. It's one thing, right? Well, it's a couple things that football players, right, really, really value. What's that big dog? Number one, a lot of us care about the money, right? You're trying to make that money. I need that moolah. But beyond all that, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yes, I need my respect. I need my respect. I need my respect. That is why you play the game. When you tote it, you trying to let the world know that Shady the best running back to do this Talk thing. about it. You mm-hmm. want your respect. Talk about it. So right now, if I'm in that Eagles locker room, mm. I feel disrespect. Absolutely. Right? Nick Sirianni, all this should be everywhere you walk should be. That should be up there. Yeah, you three-point underdogs. That, that, that should be at home. Everywhere home. you see, you walking into That's the delayed. film room, you walking into the team meeting room, Ugh. the weight room, Ugh. you're always going to see that. They disrespecting us. Now I sit up here. And Get I'm to watching, the good stuff. And I'm watching the tape Get like Vegas. Get to the Vegas. good stuff, James. Get to the and good I stuff. I'm watching the tape like Vegas, and I'm saying the Niners are playing better football than the Philadelphia Bang, Bengals. Okay. When you talk about from top to bottom offensively, Defensively, special teams, they are playing better football. Going into this game, who knows what's going to happen because it's going to be a really good football who game. Knows? Yeah. But who knows? if you got a bet on it and you Vegas and you watching this game, the Niners are clearly playing better football than the Philadelphia Eagles. Even though the Philadelphia Eagles are finding ways to win, Sorry. when you turn the tape on, you have more confidence in the Niners winning this game than you do Philly winning this game, strictly because of how they play. I'm so glad, yeah, I'm that's glad. why Vegas said three-point, and Joy said it probably, you know, yeah. it really mean five points because cool. of the tape, the way the tape looks shady. And I, and I respect that take. Mm-hmm. I, I can honestly respect that. And I guess Vegas is looking at this game and mm-hmm. the tape yeah. like you guys, like yeah, you two course, watched it, right? You know, you skip over the other bad games, look at all the good games. So I, I get it, it's cool. So <laughs> if Vegas does that, that's fine. <laughs> we can't wait, though, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. one thing about Philadelphia is we love to disrespect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, take, let's take you back to memory, memory lane. Live yeah. off of Remember Lane Johnson kept wearing that dog mask? Yeah. Yeah. What was he Underdog. wearing that for? Underdogs. Underdogs. You run those again? Underdogs. Not just for just that Super Bowl run. No, 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 no. For the whole run. Yeah. Not this game, it was a whole run. Every mm-hmm. time we play, underdog, underdog, underdog. Cool. Underdogs. So we like that, yeah. Acho. We, that we, we, we like to feel like that. That is true. Because when we're underdogs, we come out on top. Well, Facts. We're going to find out again. Shady is out. not wrong at all. Shady personalized it for a second because I knew a lot of people on that Eagles 2017 Super Bowl roster. You knew a lot of people on that Eagles 2017 mm-hmm. roster. Now, in large part, they were underdogs because Nick Foles was the starting quarterback instead of Carson Wentz. The Eagles took it personally. Not only was Nick Foles the starting quarterback, Jason Peters was hurt. Darren Sproles was hurt. Starting linebacker Jordan Hicks was hurt. Special teams all-pro Chris Marigos was hurt. But the Eagles with the chip on their shoulder, led by Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, all of those players are still on the current still, roster, won a Super Bowl. How personally do you think those players, your former teammates, my former no. teammates, those 10-year vets in that locker room and, are taking and, and And one thing is to speak on the players that I actually physically know, know mm-hmm. right? Like, I spent time together. No doubt. But it, the funny thing is, our leader, 
That's who he is. Mm -hmm. He's all big chip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you counting me out in college? Cool, yeah. I'm going to show you. No doubt. Oh, y'all draft me? Y'all didn't want me? Oh, people didn't? Yeah. Cool, I'm going to show you. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Even this year, in his, in his second year of really being dominant. You preaching. People still doubting him. Sure, so when you ask me about being an underdog, it's cool. We, we like that. Because our leader yeah. comes from that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's my, what's that my movie with uh, Batman? He said, like, oh, remember Batman in a bang? He's fighting yeah, bang, yeah, yeah. right? And then he took the lights off. I was born in the dark. He said, oh, okay, cool. I was born in the dark. darkness. Dark, dark, dark man yeah. rises. Dark so, so knowing all that, I, I love it. Just, just because of, yeah, where we, where we come from. And another thing, another thing before I let him else go on this, on this mic. Good. We keep forgetting what really happened when we played each other. Because uh, we did play each other. Ooh, what happened? That, that did happen. What happened? It didn't happen in the regular season. No, look, you hate the regular season game. No, it don't really matter the regular yeah. season, right? Uh -uh. It's the postseason for you. Yeah. Uh -huh. We seen these was the postseason. Yeah. All yeah. the big bad wolves mm -hmm. and all the bullies, Trent Woods, all these yeah. guys. Yeah. Posted, all them dudes. And what did we do? Not only did we beat them, what happened? We beat them down. Beat them down. Not only did we out. beat them down, we knocked their quarterback out. Uh -huh. Knocked them out. No, no, no. We knocked one of them out. And then, what? then we got another one knocked uh -huh. them out. Yeah. So when y'all want to talk about these nines, that's cool. And yeah. I love, I love what you're saying about Vegas and how you feel and all the tape you yeah, watching. Yeah. Just remember though, mm -hmm. when Brock Purdy when they was loving him up and all yeah. that, he was so good and so talented. Mm -hmm. When they came to Philadelphia, mm -hmm. they left injured. Yeah. People's elbow. Yeah, they couldn't play no more. Couldn't play. No. Coach, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. Is Brock going back in? No, he's no, not going back in. Is his backup? No, he's not going back in. Who will play quarterback? Yeah. We beat him and we took Give all the quarterbacks. Yeah. So Hassan Reddick, remember this. Uh -huh. Brandon Graham, remember this. Who else? Fletcher Cox. Who else? Please remember yeah. this. Yeah. And we gonna find and out. You know who else remembering this? Who that is? The Niners. Oh, okay. You know they remember getting bullied. They they remember this because they feel like they was that better team, and we lost They felt like that? Now we coming back in the link mm. with our quarterback, mm. with everybody healthy, mm. with Debo. It's a little chippy, Shady. Mm. They talking. They, they chirping back and forth. Okay. I think the Niners know how big this game is. We ain't Dallas. It's a playoff we game not Dallas. the Niners. The Niners <laughs> going to come in here and let them know. This is what would have happened last year. Joy, let's get to the nuance and the mm. detail of the game. Shady is talking about a great game that the Eagles won, but it was last year. Mm. You're talking about this year. Mm -hmm. Bradbury, he went to the mic. Eagles cornerback. They asked him about what Debo Samuel said. He said, look, last year was last year. Mm -hmm. They asked Hassan Reddick about Fair that answer. last year was last year. Debo Samuel on Kay Adams' show. At the end of his statement, he said last year was last year. Joy, this year is this year. Mm -hmm. Sunday is Sunday. Fox is Fox. What can the Niners <clears throat> prove in the game against the Eagles? It's this year, not last year. Well, I think this game... Morally, even if they say last year is last year, we all know, everybody don't forget, we just went over the entire stretch of how important this game means mm. and the respect and the story and the history and players care about that. Mm -hmm. I hear you, this year is this year, last year is last, last year. year. This year, though, despite all that, the Niners have not been as good of a team, wins and losses, as the, the Philadelphia Eagles have. So if the Niners want to stay in competition for that <laughs> bye, if they want to try and take over the top of the NFC... They need this game more than the Eagles do. Because mm -hmm. if the Eagles lose this game, they still top dot. Mm -hmm. That's the gap. So respect and spreads and all that stuff, that's all cute and it's great and it's very exciting for this. But at the end of the day, it's wins and losses. True. That's what the measurement is. True. You win or you lose. And the Eagles have won more than the Niners have won. So they are in a better position right now. So if the Niners want to prove anything, they can prove that they still are in the running for the top of the NFC. No doubt about it. I think what the Niners have to prove and can prove and should prove is that they're the best team in the National Football League. League. I believe the Eagles have been the most consistent team in football, but to me there is a difference. There's a difference between being the most consistent and being the best. Now, if you are more consistent and you prove that your highs are higher, then you also are the most consistent and the best. But as it stands right now, the Niners' highs are higher. However, them lows are low, America. Y'all remember what happened when the Niners played the Browns? Ugh. Mm -hmm. Remember what happened when the Niners played the Vikings? Yuck. Yeah. When the Niners mm -hmm. played the Bengals? Disgusting. But y'all remember what happened when the Niners played the Jags? Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. Remember what happened when the Niners played the Cowboys? I do. The Niners can prove that they are the best team in football if they go and beat the Eagles. Last year, Eagles proved it. Beyond the shadow of a doubt. And they proved it from the very first snap. Shady can talk about it. Inside zone. You got your defensive tackle, Kinlaw, being drove into Fred Warner's lap. <clears throat> Fred Warner laying on the ground injured. I'm looking at him like we looked at Simba in The Lion King. Get up, Fred. Get up, Fred. Get up, injured. Fred. It's third and eight. You got Get the up, Eagles Fred. dead to rights. Jalen Hurts, back foot. He hits A.J. Brown, fingertip cat. It's fourth and three. You got the Eagles dead to rights. Devontae Smith, you should hang it in the Louvre. One arm, one foot catch. There was a little question, but at the end of the day, 
they ruled it a catch. <laughs> First down, end up being a touchdown. Mm. But Niners, this year is this year. Mm-hmm. Go out there and <clears throat> prove, James Jones, mm-hmm. that you are the best yep. team in yep. football. Yep. Leave no doubt. Fred, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Leave no doubt. I pray Lane Johnson plays. No, you don't. I pray. I do. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't want no excuses. Oh. I pray Dallas Goddard plays. Mm. I want to see good on good. Remember when the Eagles played the Cowboys and Jalen Hurts got up limp? I said, no, 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 no. Yeah, Jalen yeah. has to play in this I game. I want everybody out there. I need to know who's better. I want to know who's better, you James know who's Jones. Better. That's what I want to know. And if they don't look, now, now real quick before, before you even go, because I want to get this straight. <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all yeah, yeah, be, yeah, be hopping around and all that. <laughs> so, if the defense for the Niners don't look as good, and on our offense, on the Eagles, we doing our thing. You the go, Eagles better. Okay. Period. No, no, but I'm saying, are you still going to be riding for the Niners? Because All day. Because the last time you wasn't riding for, they, they look bad on defense. I wasn't riding for Steve Wilkes, but I will always ride for the Niners. So would you always ride for Steve Wilkes if they look bad again? Or is this like you go hop around? I'll still, I'll still probably have my questions, but I will always ride for the Niners. I will ride for the Niners. As long as Fred Warner is there and Tashawn Gibson, my former teammate, is there, I'm riding that's, for the Niners. That's not fair. Go ahead, James. That's, that's not fair, man. Well, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, he with you, then he not with you. So, I don't know what to do, man. It's very simple. It's very simple. It's the two best teams in the National Football League. I don't care about record. I don't care about none of that. Mm. Eventually, they're going to have to bump heads again. Mm. The two best teams in the National Football League. So, this game means everything. Who is the best? Who is the best? I truly believe one of these two teams... Possibly going to win the whole dang thing. Whole thing. And we whole meet up thing. on Me the too. same field this weekend to get at it. And we probably going to meet up oh. either on the same field or a different field to get at it Let's again. Get active. This is plan and simple. Get active. Who is the best team in the National Football League right here, right now? Everybody healthy. If Lane Johnson play, don't play. This is what you got. Mm-hmm. You can't go out there with no excuses. This is it. Brock Purdy, you out there. Niners felt like that was their excuse last year. Well, you got another chance. We going to find out. And this is what it's all about. Big-time quarterbacks is what they say. MVP quarterbacks. Big-time rosters. Who is the best team in the National <laughs> Football League? And the Niners got a chance to make a statement on the road. Really quick, James Jones, paint the picture when the Packers, I believe, were 7-0, and played the Broncos. I believe you told me they were 7-0. and yep. Take me back to that game, and it was best upon best. Yep. Two best teams for your money in football. I don't care about who won, but just take me back and the viewer back mm-hmm. to the moment when it was best on best. Yep. What did the winner feel like? What did the loser feel like? And the Eagles, we're the, the Broncos, moment. too, by the way. We're the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back to the moment. What was the year? Where did y'all yeah. play at? Who were the quarterbacks? Take me to the moment. Well, we played in Denver um, on the road. We was the Niners coming in the building. Okay, there you go. Playing D-Ware, playing Von Miller, playing Peyton Manning. 7-0, 7-0. Let's get at it. Who is the best team in football? They beat us down. So I know how I felt. I walked off the field like we ain't good enough. Mm-hmm. We ain't ready for these boys. These boys is at the Super Bowl level. We not there yet. We thought we were. Mm. We are not there yet. Mm. I truly feel the loser going to walk out of this thing like that. Take I don't notes. care Take how notes. you lose. Take notes. I don't care how you lose. If you walk out of this thing and you think the Niners and the Eagles are the two best teams in football, the loser out of this one is going to be walking off that field like we ain't ready for them boys mm. yet. Point blank period. I don't care if you lose by 20. I don't care if you lose by two. That's the way it is. Because at the end of the day, somebody going to have to step up and make some of these plays. The Broncos did. We didn't. When you walked off the field, losing. What year? I don't remember losses. 2015. No. 2015. Denver Broncos Look, went to the Super Bowl that yes, year. They won, they, they won it. They won the Super Bowl that year. Hey, hey, now, I don't know, real quick, you, you seem like today, I don't know, something about you. You seem more, more confident. I've <laughs> been watching tape. You want to I've been watching you tape. You, you want to raise that bet a little bit? You feel like, I, feel, <laughs> hey, I lost my money. I'm trying to give away somebody else's money, too. Yeah, right? Look at that. Extra five. What a little extra five. 500? Yeah, go to a stack. Go to a stack. There you go. Go to a stack. Mr. Confident. You said what? Let me hold my stack or two after y'all get <laughs> you, want, you want some of this? Nah, nah. Uh, okay. Nah, nah. I'm going to teach y'all something. Shady, like before, you, before we go to the break, what can the Niners prove in this game? What's the state? You know what? They can prove that... Uh, that last year was a fluke with the injuries, even though we, we, we actually did it to the quarters. But if, if, if they'd have had Brock Purdy and they had their offense, what the game would have looked like. Now we get to see it all over again. Interesting. Right? Yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll find out. Restart.
That's good. Reboot. This yeah. game, this is the game. This is the one of them ones that you talk about, and we will be talking about it all week until next week. When we return, what you have to hear is a conversation about Dak Prescott and winning the MVP award. Is it outlandish to believe Dak Prescott can even win it? Somebody might think so, or somebody might think he's the favorite to win it. Come back for that dialogue after the commercial break. Don't forget, check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on SiriusXM. I would have double days on the practice field. I came in online, right? I don't know. I came in online. You did not have double bet. days. Bet. Seb, just for clarity, what's the bet? I didn't have that. I didn't go through double days. I know I went through double days. This is crazy. Confirm. 2010 was the last year of two a day padded practices. No, 2011 was the first. This one the GM. The GM the bet, double days, two days in the NFL. When did they end? Shady said they ended in 2011. James Jones said they ended in 2009. Six. Two th- no, Either way, Shady McCoy with the $1,000 on the line was correct. James Jones, you have some payment to do, sir. Oh, you forgot your wallet? Yeah, I ain't got it. Oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. You don't get taxed. I know where he work at. He got money. I know they work. I know they pay you. Oh, is that for me? Oh. Okay, no. Dwight Taylor is the account. Dwight Taylor is the account. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now it's a quick stat. Now look. That's a bookie. I got a feed. You know what I'm saying? It's all free. Listen, Christmas coming up. My kids need gifts. You ain't giving them back. I'm going to say one thing. Two things I want to say real quick. Yes, sir. Don't ever bet against me, man. This is what I do. I be right. You be wrong. <laughs> That's right. right. And the second right. thing is, y'all know who y'all out there. You know what I'm right. saying? I was right. Too. It ain't tricking if you got it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, what people are betting against is Dak Prescott winning MVP this season. Let's get back to ball. Family Joy, you keeping that 100? If so, my dog. I got a book to keep. You know what I'm saying? It's a beat. You got to trim my It's free. She got it. <laughs> well, Dak Prescott, he has plenty of money. $150 million guaranteed in the bank. But he doesn't have plenty of wins against teams with winning records. He can change that tomorrow versus the Seahawks sitting at 6-5. and five. He started to get some MVP buzz. But his teammate, Micah Parsons, he doesn't feel that Dak Prescott is getting enough. Micah Parsons tweeted, <clears throat> but y'all out here trying to convince me Dak's not top three in the MVP. Adam Agnolato, make it make sense. He quote tweeted a stat line of Dak Prescott and Patrick Mahomes, same amount of wins. However, Dak Prescott has slightly more yards and a few better statistics as it pertains to touchdowns and completions, etc. Bring us on camera, please. Joy, in our pre-show meeting, you said something fascinating. I will not take the wind out of your take. So what did you say? I think he should be in the MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. I think that that is fair. Here you go. Here, here you go, Shay. No, I'm going to keep it. Oh, you don't want that? I mean, no, sorry. James is blessed with family. You know what I mean? <laughs> the family. I think he should be in the MVP conversation. I should. Now, the, the conversation is very long, as we've been having all season long. C.J. Stroud is in the conversation. Trent Williams is in the conversation. Tyreek Hill is in the conversation. Two is in the conversation. Mahomes, Hurts, Lamar Jackson. You know, there's the conversation is a long conversation. Sure. Which we've been having throughout the season. But... I have some some standards for the MVP because we throw out and have and talk about the MVP. This person should win the MVP. This person should be in the conversation all the time. But what really is the MVP? It's really the best player best. on the best team. And generally, the most valuable player is the quarterback, which is why the quarterback usually wins, with the exception of a statistical anomaly, which would be, say, an Adrian Peterson. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So that being said, what qualifies Dak Prescott this year to be at the top of the MVP conversation? Because I think he should be in the conversation. Yes. But if we're talking about right now, the season ends, there are a lot of people who think Dak Prescott should be the MVP, which to me is crazy. To be in the conversation is not crazy, but to win the MVP, you have to hit some sort of criteria. So do they have the best record in the conference or the best record in the league? I think not. They don't. Yeah. Are they leading their division? No. 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 Is he specifically checking off any statistical phenomenon? Mm-mm. No. He's second in passing touchdowns. Not one. Second. Two. That's not the winner. That's second. Passing touchdowns. Second in completion percentage. And second in passer rating. He's not hitting any statistical phenomenon, nor is he leading in any of those categories. Are they beating good teams? Mm. No. Mm. Has 
he had a moment this season where we have come up here and said, Dak Prescott is unequivocally the best player in the league right now today. We watched football all weekend and came in like, damn, Dak Prescott. Did you see that? Dak, did you see that? James, I know we all watch football, but did you see Dak Prescott this weekend? <clears throat> Not once has that happened. What do they have? Well, you saw the little little note at the end. They have a, a, a big, loud fan base, so that helps. He's got a star in the helmet. Honestly, factually, checklist, checklistically, what is he doing that qualifies him to be leading the MVP conversation right now? What is he doing that would put him above Patrick Mahomes? What is he doing that would put him above Jalen Hurts? He's doing none of those things, so what is the thing that I'm missing here's, other than the star? Here's what I found most fascinating, though. If I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard that Dak Prescott, you don't think realistically there's anything he can do to win MVP this season. Realistically speaking, no. Because I don't think the rest of the league, the guys that are ahead of him, the guys that have been ahead of him in the conversation for this entire time, are all of a sudden going to take naps for the rest of the season and not continue building their MVP resumes. Mm. So unless he does one of these things... Mm. Or two, really, because that or three, he's going to need to do something else significant to build his resume. And while he may do some of these things, what are these other guys doing? What's Patrick Mahomes doing for the rest of the season? What's Jalen Hurts doing for the rest of the season? What's Tyreek Hill doing for the rest of the season? Are all those guys just just resting like they're cool? They're not interested in playing at the highest level for the rest of the season, along with Zach Prescott? <clears throat> Here's what I find most fascinating. I don't think Dak Prescott should be top three in the MVP conversation right now. Absolutely, he should not be. However, Dak Prescott has an opportunity to win this MVP award for my yes, money. He does. Because what Dak Prescott has the opportunity to do is play the Seahawks with the winning record. Mm -hmm. Then he has the opportunity to play the Eagles and see Jalen Hurts, mm -hmm. who many say he outplayed the first time they saw each other, though the Eagles won with the winning record. Then Dak Prescott has the opportunity to see Josh Allen, who currently leads the NFL in touchdown passes. And people say Josh Allen is the second most talented quarterback in football. Then he has the opportunity to see both Tua Tungabayaloa, who's top in MVP right now, top three, and Tyree kill. Yeah. Then he has the opportunity to see yeah. the 8-3 and three Detroit Lions winning record. Dak Prescott has a better opportunity than Jalen Hurts, than Patrick Mahomes, than Tua Tungabayaloa to win MVP because he has greater foes. Mm. And he has greater Goliaths. And he, if he can slay the Goliath of the Eagles, the Goliath of the Dolphins, if he can slay those Goliaths, then I do think it will catapult him over an individual like Mahomes or Hurts who's slaying a common man. Yeah. That's why I think Dak Prescott can win the MVP award. Though James Jones right now, I don't think he should be top three. Well, I think he should be top three because Tua ain't beat nobody either. Mm -hmm. And Tua in a lot of people's top three. And Tua has another MVP on his team that we fighting for to get up there in the MVP conversation in Tyreek Hill. So for me, <laughs> I think Dak Prescott right now with what he's doing on the stat sheets, with what his team is doing winning football games, the way they're winning football games, I truly believe the time is now for Dak Prescott to win the MVP. None of these quarterbacks are playing out of their mind, and this is a quarterback award. If he does what you just said and even wins five of these games and his team is sitting with 13 wins, 14 wins during the season, and Dak Prescott is playing the way he is playing right now, Dak Prescott is going to win the MVP over Patrick Mahomes, over Jalen Hurts, strictly because of what he has left. And if he continues to play the way he's playing, throwing touchdowns, making plays with his legs, I believe that Dak Prescott will win the MVP. This is his best chance. It ain't going to get no better than this. Mm -hmm. And Dak knows it. It is not going to get no better than this <clears throat> or easier than this for you to win the MVP if you do what you're supposed to do on the football field and play at a high level against these remaining teams that are really good on your schedule. I, I just, this is hard for me to, to believe that. I mean, I just think that no, no quarterback right now is just jumping no. out of here like, oh, my God, you got to pick oh. them. But the ones that are at the top, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurst goes, I don't know, what, they, they, they 16 and 1? Like, you gonna vote for, for Dak Prescott no matter how well he plays? All these type of things really matter. Even Mahomes, the way that Mahomes is playing with, with his team, the wide receiver he has, and he, and he gets his team to the, to the playoffs and et cetera, and, and, and top of the AFC, they don't get a vote. And another thing, I, when I watch, especially for the MVPs, when we talk about the quarterbacks, you know, you typically see player of the month, player of the week. I ain't seen Dak Prescott get none of them yet. Nobody. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, no, yes, no, 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 no. Yes, they have. I was like, nobody? Yes, they have. What? 
Yeah. Patrick Mahomes just got his first week last week. That can't, oh, that don't, that don't count? That counts. Another thing. It's only been two quarterbacks in the last 50 years to win MVP, right, and don't win a division. I don't see the Cowboys winning the division. Do you? It's going to be tough. Do you? No. <laughs> so all this MVP talk is like because he had a couple good games against – I won't – He got a chance. I won't say it. They are NFL teams, but they're not winning we teams. Know what you're well, my boy Jalen Hurts, yeah. he undefeated against some winning teams. Oh, you're a playoff team? Cool. Loss. You don't get lost. Mm-hmm. He beat all the good teams. We're in the same question mark we have about the Cowboys, the same thing we have about the, Dolphin, the Dolphins. Are they a legit team? Do they, are they going to beat some legit teams? Because mm-hmm. they haven't yet. True. So we talk about the MVP stuff. Come on, Let me man. ask you like, this, and I don't know if you, if you, if you on, like man. this, but let me ask you. If Dak Prescott does, because to me that's what we're talking about, I don't think he should win MVP right now. I literally showed you on my ballot. He's not in my top five. But if Dak Prescott does beat the Dolphins, winning record, Beat the Lions, winning record. Beat the Seahawks, winning record. Beat the mm. Bills at 500, but we assume the Bills will have a winning record. Thus, he would have beaten Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, winning record. If Dak ends up 13 and 4, or 14 and 3, and the Eagles end up 15 and 2, it's not so substantial that I'm like, man, but the Eagles were 15 and 2 when you were 14 and 3, so Dak, you're disqualified. I think he could be in that conversation. He should win it then. Yes. So the whole season doesn't count. Because Jalen Hurts also beat. The Dallas Cowboys. And you can say whatever you want about who outplayed who and whatever. Cool. But you lost. Mm -hmm. So you didn't make the plays you needed to make. You still lost. So does that count? That one doesn't count. Okay, so so the Eagles have also beaten the Chiefs and beaten Mm -hmm. the Bills and beaten Dallas. And if this goes this weekend and beats the Niners, like it's the whole resume. It's not just this stretch of statistical great stuff. And I don't want to take away from how Dak is playing because sometimes these conversations get so hyperbolic. It does seem like it's a negative thing. Dak is playing great football right now. But what happens is you have a stretch and then everyone forgets everything else that happens. It's a whole season. This is a regular season, whole season award. Everything counts. So, yes, if you ask me at the end of the season, if the Eagles have won the division, they have won the conference, they have a bye, Jalen Hurts is as good as we know he is based off of his entire resume of who he is, which, which is included in this because we know what Dak is capable of as well. Mm-hmm. They don't win the division. They're a wild card team. And you're telling me that because Dak Prescott went on this stretch at the end of the season, that he is the best player in the National Football League? That doesn't even sound right. Well, here's, let me try. I mean, let, me, let me make it sound right. No, I'm saying, but Dak being the best player. But, but, let me, but, but, like, like, but like, I'm saying, why I'm arguing so fervently against this, one is because the whole resume has to count. It can't just be a stretch at the end of the season. What did you do all season long? Mm-hmm. But also, what point, at what point did you say Dak Prescott is the best player player in the NFL. He is the best quarterback in the NFL. He is the reason that this team, the reason, the reason, because we know Patrick Mahomes is the reason, Mm -hmm. right? We know Jalen Hurts is the reason. Dak Prescott is the best player in the NFL. He is the best quarterback in the NFL. And he has been from start to finish the best player in the National Football League this season. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'm saying if you finish as a wild card team, and you didn't even win your division. And that but, guy in your division has been leading the MVP conversation all season long. And that sounds crazy to me. Yeah, but but at the end of the day, number one, if Dak Prescott finishes this stretch out and you, like you saying, and don't lose a game and beats all these quarterbacks, he is going to win the MVP. And it's so close right now, you know, so it's not like somebody's jumping out there. If Jalen Hurts win the MVP, he a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes? No, so it doesn't go off of that. It really goes off of really how hot you're going to get and the big-time teams that you beat. If he beats these big-time teams and plays the way he's playing right now, four, five touchdowns a game, and he finishes the season with 40 touchdowns and six, seven interceptions, Dak Prescott wild card or not, Gonna win that James, thing. let's say let's say the only game that Philly loses for the rest of the season is against Dallas, and they and lose and, two games. and Dallas and Dallas. So that they, they they finish the season like that. The only teams that the Philadelphia Eagles have lost to mm-hmm. is the New York Jets and the and the Dallas Cowboys. Ten and two. And the Eagles. I mean, I'm sorry. And the Cowboys finished this stretch out nope. undefeated. Unde- undefeated. Yeah. So now you're giving. Now, you're giving now, the, go, now I got to go to numbers. Because you split one and one with Jalen Hurts. So all, all, those, all those losses earlier in the season for Dak Prescott. Hold on, hold on. Let me contextualize. Four or five. Four or five. Wait, let me, let me four or five. That's three losses. 
is that is but, so significant when but, you're talking about the MVP? Let me contextualize. It would be three losses to two losses. The Cowboys would have three losses if they went out, because they're eight and three right now. The Eagles would have two losses if they lose to the Dallas Cowboys yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah. Three losses to two losses. Jalen Hurts became MVP favorite after he beat Patrick Mahomes. Prior to that, Jalen Hurts was not the MVP favorite. We all know after Eagles beat Patrick Mahomes, 17-7 comeback, that's when he became the favorite. I think if Dak Prescott finishes the season at 14-3, and three, to me, 14-3 and three and 15-2 and two isn't Don't so substantial. I will say it matters, but it's not so substantial, no. Joy, that I would look past all the other stuff. Not to mention, my only last final thought is, Dak Prescott's streak really started week seven after they lost to the ninth. What about Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes is all, I think Patrick Mahomes he is solidified to be in the top three. He's he always, always going to so be. So what if Patrick Mahomes wins out? Yeah, he gonna here's, go get he, well, here, No, here's Pat's problem. Here, well, here's Pat's problem. What you, uh, they say uh, maximal, po- maximal potential is when like the heightened level of difficulty meets your maximal level of ability. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the opportunity to face really good opponents the rest of the season. So I'll tell you all my home schedule, then we'll talk Dax. He has the Packers, the Bills, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Chargers. Let's speak in quarterback terms. He has Jordan Love, Josh Allen, maybe Bailey Zappi, O'Connell, uh, Raiders quarterback, Mm -hmm. Jake Browning, and Justin Herbert. Meanwhile, Dak has Geno, Jalen, Josh Allen, Tua, Detroit Lions, Jared Goff. So Patrick Mahomes, he just doesn't have the opportunity. And 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 not only that, I know it sucks, but Patty Mahomes gonna have to do so much more. Just because he set that ceiling so high. And it's unfair. You know what I'm saying? It's unfair, but he's a prisoner he, of his own yes, success. He's gonna have to do so much more than Dak to 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 win it if Dak goes on I don't the run. Think so. so if you look at the, the, the running right now, Dak is like plus eight hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is one fifty. And then I, and the second is Mahomes. So yeah, Dak, I think, is third, Andy. I think Dak Prescott currently is third. What, what is he? Tied for third in the MVP oh, vote. Okay, so so it's Jalen, Patrick Mahomes, then Dak. So my thing is if if Patrick Mahomes is just does what Patrick Mahomes does, right? Even if the, 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 the opponents, if he balls out statistically, he's he going to be up he there too. Here. Here. Okay, so, I, so, so Patrick Mahomes wins the AFC again. If, if Mahomes... Uh, here's, the a, here's the scenario. Forget the, forget the Eagles, right? Patrick Mahomes wins the AFC again. 14 and 3. 14 and Dak 3. Dak Prescott wins and Dak, out. No, no, no. Dak Prescott is not going to win the NFC. But if he wins okay? out. No, so if he wins out and they're a wild card team, you're voting Dak Prescott I mean, over Patrick Mahomes. we got to go to numbers. We got to go to the numbers. But this is my thing, though. So, so for, for Dak Prescott to get to this place he is right now, we didn't count none of the good teams, right? Because you're saying yeah. if he does it now. But what I'm saying is, even right now today, not beating the good teams, his numbers and the stuff he did against the weak teams got him in this position. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you said Patrick Mahomes, knew his, his schedule is against not as good opponents. Yeah. Cool. Patty always going to have a chance. That's what I'm saying. So if I just ball out and do what I got to do, yeah. he's going to win. Yeah. The hard part for me as a voter is separating reality from like statistics because Patrick Mahomes we all know is more valuable to his team than any player like Patrick Mahomes quite literally should win the MVP award outside of Jalen Hurts in perpetuity because he's more valuable to the Chiefs than any quarterback is to their franchise. Yeah, but he also wins. So he's not, he's not, he's not just showing up. He's winning the AFC, but he's, if he wins the, like it's the but, same. It, but he's winning his conference. But I'm just saying Lamar gonna win his. What so, if he doesn't? Lamar, like Lamar, what? What if the Chiefs you're not win? In this conversation right we, now. We, we, we're, we're talking MVP. <laughs> but, uh, you're not, I'm saying well, at the well, end well, of this. the season, like at the end of the season, because all of this is based on if scenarios anyway. Like of none of us are arguing that Dak is the MVP right now, and I think all of us agree he should be in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, right yeah. Should be in the conversation. I'm talking about ifs. Like, that's all this conversation is based on. But what I'm saying is, it sounds a lot like to me that we are only considering the end of the season and not what's happened throughout the season. Well, like, that's all we're picking and so choosing. But, it's, but why, would the, why would Patrick Mahomes be penalized for having an easy, easy-ish schedule at the end of the season and not be credited just, for just, beating the teams well, that he did I beat. I would say the same reason we, unfortunately, this is just true, yes. we unfortunately penalize the players, the teams that have less talented rosters. Like, the reason we know just how valuable some teams are is so like, man, he ain't got nobody else. Yeah. Because he ain't got nobody else, we assume it's not Dak's fault his defense is so good. Right. Yeah, but in I'm all not, honesty, even, I'm not even me, mentioning the rest of the roster with Dak because I don't even want to get into that. So, like, we penalize this. To me, val- you get to prove value more. You get to prove value when you go against better opponents. But That's have the Chiefs not beaten anyone? The Chiefs have beaten the Jags. 17-9, but Mahomes didn't look great. The Chiefs beat the Dolphins, but Mahomes didn't look great. Another one. 
You like the Chiefs? They won. And the Dolphins, and the Dolphins win will count for the Cowboys, right? And, right? and that's why I was saying, because, you know, Dak Prescott, we, we, was, we wasn't penalizing for it, but we said he didn't beat no really good teams. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is the stuff he did against some weak teams got him in yeah. third place. He's getting awarded so more I, for his, right. for his so performances is, against bad teams than penalizing for well, his losses against good teams. When we, play these, when we play these weak teams, yeah. get, I want the same credit he was giving Dak Prescott. That's all I'm yeah, saying. And that's why I say it's unfair yeah. to Patty because of the, the standard. And, and, and out of all, and all three of these quarterbacks we talking about to win this award, only point. two of them was going to win a division and two of them was going to be but number one seed. But, which the other one will not win a division. And they won't be number one seed. That matters. It does matter. MVP. We will see how Let me get my this, money, though. Let me get my money. Get your money. Count your, count your coins and your stat. We'll see how it all shakes out. But I was shocked when I saw the college football playoff rankings. I was literally disgusted with what occurred. I will break it down as soon as we return. Dave Hellman will be joining us. How much did they get it wrong? Absolute chaos in college football going on. Come back for that discussion. Hey, Dave, you want some money? <laughs> Come on in, family. We're my dog, Dave Hellman. Good to see you, Dave. Okay, this is the most pressing topic in all the sports right now, the college football playoff rankings. It is the last year of this format, correct, Dave? It sure is. Last year, four teams. Yesterday, the rankings came out, and I was appalled when I saw what happened. First, let's get you up to date. Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. That's one through four. That's the most important. Then on the left side, Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama. First, what is your reaction to Ohio State having just lost to Michigan? 19 million people watched that game, most watched game since 2006 between that rivalry. What's your reaction to Ohio State still being above Texas and Alabama? Talk there first. I, I, you're anxious because you went to Texas. It'll, it'll take care of itself, my guy. My, okay. my reaction is... Look, the, a committee decides this. It's not a computer, right? It's a group of people that sit down and do this. Ohio State was ranked highly. They lost a close game. Feels like a normal drop. If these two teams below them handle business this weekend while Ohio State's sitting at home, they're going to get passed. That's what I think okay. will happen. You said handle business this weekend. Let's get to the matchups this weekend. It all comes down to Saturday and Friday night. SEC championship game. Yes. Georgia, Alabama. Big this one. might be the most interesting of them all. Is the winner of the SEC championship game, let's assume it's Alabama for interest for the viewer, is the winner of the SEC championship game, if it's Alabama, guaranteed to make the playoff? Has to be. It has to be. And that's why, again, what, Bama's way down at eight? Do I have that right? Mm-hmm. If they beat Georgia, it will be the first time Georgia's lost in three years. Three years. Bama's only loss on the year is to a Texas team that's also fighting for a playoff spot. Showing LSU highlights. I see what y'all are doing here. I see that. You think it makes me happy to say that Bama's in if they win? No, but if they beat Georgia, they should be hey, in the Hey, kill field. the highlight, please. Dave, riddle me this. But Texas beat Alabama. Yeah. If Texas has beaten Alabama, the SEC champion, and Texas is the Big 12 champion, how can you put Alabama in and not have Texas in? Okay. They beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We don't have time for what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. That you talk to me because I'm not on the committee. If Bama beats Georgia and Texas wins, I'd drop Georgia out of the field. In all honesty, what has Georgia done if they lose to Alabama? The SEC, not as strong as it usually is. It's not Georgia's fault. They were supposed to play OU this year, but that game didn't happen because OU's joining the SEC. Mm-hmm. Georgia lost that non-conference game. They played nobody in non-conference. Okay, they beat Mizzou and Ole Miss. Come on. Their biggest test of the year is Bama, and if they lose it, I would put Texas and Bama in over Georgia. They're out of there. Okay, I'm going to revisit that in a second because there's Do a little bit of Do I think that'll happen? No. Okay. I don't think that'll happen. Big 10 championship game. We'll skate past this one. Michigan is number two. They've looked like the best team in football all year long. Michigan wins. Iowa has no chance. I, I can't imagine they do. I'm sorry, Iowa. I'm sorry. Very quickly, just out of respect, Iowa has scored over 30 points one time this year. Michigan has not scored over 30 points, I believe, just one time this year. It is the haves versus the have-nots. Michigan wins. Michigan gets in. Let's get to the Pac-12 championship game. Pac-12, to me, it is the toughest conference in football this year. Oregon versus Washington. Winners in? Has to be. When the winner should be in. The, the question is, and that's what's interesting, right? I say to you, oh, Bama beats Georgia. They should both be in. But we don't have the same grace for the Pac-12, even though I think it's been a stronger conference. Like, Washington is undefeated, already beat this team. But if they lose this game, we both agree they'll be out, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Make that make sense. Like, we're so – and look, I get it. Georgia's won back-to-back -back national titles. Half of those guys are in the league right now. These are different teams. These are – this is the most interesting matchup, in my opinion. I think the winner's in, rightfully so. Okay. But I do think it's interesting that it, we don't talk about it in the same level that we do for the SEC. Okay, this is the most impactful matchup, the one I'm about to bring up. Okay. ACC. Florida State, Louisville. America is the most impactful because <laughs> Florida State, they're undefeated, but they're without their quarterback. Jordan Travis had a gruesome lower leg injury, hasn't played the last two games. They've skated by the last two games, really with second half late effort pushes. If Florida State wins, are they in even though they don't have a quarterback that's legit? Look, I'll be honest, and I'm sorry, Florida State fans. Football fans don't want you in because it, it waters down the field. Be they don't have their starting quarterback. It's hard to take them seriously, even though we have seen Ohio State do this. Yes, with, sir. With the three quarterbacks, quarterback, Cardell Jones, Cardell Jones. JTB, yep. Having said that, I will, I'll, I'm done doing this. <laughs> if they win, if Florida State wins, do I want them there? No. Should they be there? They have to be. Okay. We are not in the business of dropping undefeated teams out of the field. I can't stand it. I can't stand the thought of it. I'm sorry it's a bummer for us, but nobody could beat them. They played two games against good teams without their quarterback. Florida counts as a good win. That's a rival game on the road. If they do it, they should be in. I get why we don't want it, but they should be. Okay, let's spend a little bit of time here. Obviously, Texas. Texas, my alma mater, hook them all day and every day. Texas plays Oklahoma State, Big 12 championship game. Yep. Texas has beaten Alabama. Mm -hmm. Texas beat Texas Tech by 50 points. Oregon only beat Texas Tech by eight points. If Texas wins, are they in? I don't think it's a win and in. I think it's a win and pray for some help. And I know you've been saying all year you want Bama winning. You yep. want that win looking as good as possible, right? You are a dog fan on Saturday. You need Georgia to get Bama out of the equation. As few one-win teams as possible, preferably. You need Georgia to roll, be the unquestioned number one, get Bama out of there so you're not having that argument. You need Florida State to lose, I think. I think Texas fans are huge. Let me ask you two questions. I got two very pertinent questions for you. The most important questions as it pertains to college football. Florida State wins. Yes. They're undefeated. Yes. Texas wins. They have one loss to Oklahoma on Oklahoma's last offensive possession. Texas has their starting quarterback. Florida State does not have their starting quarterback. Undefeated Florida State, one loss Texas. I don't have it in me to drop a team that went undefeated and won their conference. I get it. Texas, and this is the whole thing with best versus most deserving, right? It's yep. not always pretty. What I love about college football is it is it's a playoff every week. Every week can decide this thing and it's not fair. But me, I'm taking the undefeated team even if I okay. know they're not as good. One That's me. One final question. This is the last one, my most interesting. Oregon. They beat Washington. Yes. They finished the season 12 and 1. They have one loss, they're Pac-12 champs. Texas, they beat Oklahoma State. They finished the season 12 and 1. They have one loss, they're Big 12 champs. Texas's best win is versus Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Oregon's best win is versus Washington on a neutral site. Texas and Oregon have a mutual opponent, Texas Tech. Oregon beat Texas Tech by eight. Texas beat Texas Tech by 50. One loss Oregon, one loss Texas. Who gets in? What's the key there? The key is that Oregon's loss is to who? The team that they play on Friday. So if Oregon beats Washington, you avenged your only loss. You have a nice resume. We've talked about how good the Pac-12 is. I'm taking Oregon. Look, I get they played Texas Tech close in September. I don't care about that. Basically, Oregon doesn't have a loss if they win on Friday. That's how I look at it. You avenge your only loss. I'm, don't hurt me, but I'm taking Oregon in that situation. <laughs> College football, it is as crazy as it has ever been. We will keep you updated on all of it. When we return, it's time for crazy work. Shady McCoy oh. about to get busy. Take over. Shady, can you start stretching? Can we make sure Shady hey, loses? This don't show the hot for me and your brother, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, crazy work when we return, family. Don't hurt you, Dave, huh? Don't hurt me. Oh, don't hurt me. Well done, Dave. Yeah, really good job, Dave, on playing. Talking about crazy, crazy, crazy work. Can we see it? I can't wait. LaShawn McCoy! Look at that sweet feet. Stop, excuse me. Look at the footwork. Oh my God. That's Ooh. called crazy work. Ooh. Oh, it's still good. Get off of me, little boy. Did you see the moves? Left, right, left, right. This is God given. He can run around you. He can run through you. Do you know you are not <laughs> catching that boy. It's a bad, bad man. Now that's crazy work. <laughs> The highlight of today's show is crazy work. It needs no introduction. 2-5, get it going. 
Oh, my bad, my bad. Anyway, you know this is a Wednesday, baby. And it's the best segment on TV or any station. Talk about it's it. It's crazy, crazy Talk about work. it. Want to give out that love and respect if you ball out and I get you that crazy work. Hoodie, let's get to the plays. Number three, who we going Number with? Number three, big dog. Let me see. Somebody nice. Somebody good. Yeah. His name is Josh. Ah, look at this. Look at this white on white crime. Oh, Excuse me, number three. Can I get up in there? <laughs> if I'm going to throw for a touchdown, it's cool. I might run for one as well. That voice, look, he's so good. Pump fake, put the Shane McCoy ball over your head, and that's giving out crazy, crazy work. I'll tell you what. Look at my favorite part. Oh, man. <laughs> Almost <laughs> got you. Almost, but not going to it. You didn't win the game, but then you did look good. Anyway, number two. Ooh, number two, we're going to win. I'm going with Axon Jackson Smith. I'll say his last name. Jigma, big dog. The Africans, they know each other very, very well. Anyway, <laughs> this boy oh, got some that. crazy, crazy Ooh. hands. I remember watching him in college. I said, man, he gets a pros. Uh, He's going to be a big, big deal. Ooh. And look at it. He's on crazy <laughs> work. Giving all that crazy. Look at this. Yeah. That's three fingers. That's big time. He ain't even looking. Come look on. Listen, he going to be something, something yeah. special. But guess what? He, he didn't win. win, and they lost. He didn't win, though. You know who won? <laughs> we going with Duran. Duran. Bland. Bland. Let's get it. This boy, I need, yeah, yeah, I need that. Everything he's gonna get in the offseason, he deserves it. He's gonna get 100 plus million because he's that nice. Check the moves out, though. I didn't know he was this good, but now I do. Offset on it. Give me that pick. Now watch his moves, though. Ran that route for that boy. Listen, this dude, look at that. Ooh, this boy's so good. Let me tell you something about him, though. The most pick six we've ever seen. Yeah, that's, five. Five. that's crazy. Five. That's crazy. Listen, one thing game. about him, and I don't care where it's, it's Philadelphia, Washington, it's in Dallas, and he's that nice. Let me see that. Deron Bland, bro. I got to be honest, man. I haven't seen a corner like you in a long, long time. Mm. And I'm going to show you love. I ain't biased to the Eagles. I'm showing love to the best, best players, and you one of them. When you get that big check, put your hoodie on crazy work. <laughs> I'm showing you crazy, crazy love. Let's get it. Get will see my Eagles. Hey, bro. bring that bland highlight back. Shady, I love when you teach the viewer a little something-something. <laughs> bring that bland highlight back. I got a question for you. It's going to come quick, so look at the big board. Okay. Bland, does he set him up with this first move? I'm going to ask you at a specific Ooh. time. After he gets the pick. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, see the play. Go, what's a little stick right here? I see it. This one right here. What's yep. the point? What's the, the point? Let's slow him up. Okay, see, sometimes we, we, as a runner, you give us a little jab. Let's see what you're doing. Oh, is he looking? Okay, cool. We'll get a little jab, and then he'll keep playing. So that time. wasn't the first. <laughs> that wasn't like the knockout move. Nah, it's just, you know what it is? You ever see uh, Devontae? Uh, uh, Wilder, Wilder. Devontae? No, not Devontae. Which one? What's Dante Wilder. Dante Wilder. Dante Wilder. Yeah, Dante Wilder, right? Yeah. Hit you with a little jab and set you, and then boom! Ah, <laughs> That was what that was right right there, baby. I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. When we return, it is time to talk about the breaking news of the day. Aaron Rodgers, he is returning to the Jets. 79 days after an Achilles injury? I'm shot. A little small for me, Shady. I've been in the weight room. You you working out. I've been in the weight room. Come back for that conversation. Don't make me hit you with the wilder punt. We in overtime, family. Breaking news today. I was shocked, and you will be when you hear this. Aaron Rodgers targeting a return this season. Remember, he tore his Achilles 79 days ago. It usually takes a year at minimum to come back from an Achilles injury. If y'all recall, Kevin Durant missed, I believe it was a season and a half after tearing his, just to bring context into what it takes an elite athlete to come back from this. And 79 days later, the window has been opened up for Aaron Rodgers to begin practicing. He ends up targeting the commander's game. That would leave him three games left to play. James, you played with Aaron Rodgers, won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. You know him better than anybody on national television, I would suggest, from a teammate perspective. Should he return this season? Oh, man. I mean, as a friend to Aaron Rodgers, no. You know, because the playoffs is not there. I had a little conversation with him today, and I said, you gangster like that? You coming back? And he said, you know how we do it. We're from NorCal. So, (laughs) So, I mean, he wants to come back. I don't really think it's smart because I want my dude to be ready for next year, you know what I mean, and make a run at the Super Bowl. But I know Aaron Rodgers, and the way Aaron Rodgers is, is, is if he loves you, he going to do anything for you. And I truly believe he feels like he owes Garrett Wilson. He feels like he owes his owner that popped up on that private jet to come see him. I truly believe he wants to come back for them to be able to play, to jump out there. Or he wouldn't be rehabbing this hard to even try to get back out here knowing that the team is losing games and they way out of the playoff hunt. So for me, it has to be something other motivation that, that, that is motivating him to get back out there on that football field. And I do know, man, when he loves you, he's going to ride for you and he's going to try to be out there with you, man. And I think that's what this is all about. And that's where he's getting his motivation from to go back out there. 
How about um, $36.9 million? Uh, that too? Oh, yeah. No. I just gave away 1000 to hurt me. I, but, I, listen, <laughs> I, I, nobody tell you to do that. Um, listen, I, I don't, I, he probably shouldn't come back. Yeah. Uh, as a football fan, I'd like to see it. I'm sure Jets fans are interested in seeing it. I'm sure the man writing him $36.9 million check would like to see it. I, I, I think he should come back from all, for all of those reasons. If he is capable of coming back, you don't have forever to play this game. No there is that as well. Yeah. If he's going to come back and get injured immediately, obviously nobody wants that. You want him to be as healthy as possible. Are, are none of us like just going to acknowledge this medical miracle, this marvel of the physical body uh, as well? We're just going to we're going to just we're not going to do that. OK, um, I mean, give me the plug, please. Uh, other than that, I think that we should, he should come back if he's healthy enough to play. But, like, in what version is he healthy enough to play? We're all just, you're, you're just going to keep looking at me. You're not going to say anything. Like, <laughs> wait, like, you're just going to let me just keep talking. I mean, I can keep talking. I can keep making mouth sounds. But, like, you just said he got hurt 79 days ago. It usually takes a year to a year and a half to come back. And we talking about this man coming back to play football in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he shouldn't come back. Mm. No. There, um, there's not a world in which Aaron Rodgers should come back. Interestingly enough, as a football fan, <clears throat> I don't want to see him come back. Because mm. I don't want to see a inhibited version of Aaron Rodgers. Particularly a lower body extremity inhibited version of Aaron Rodgers. What I also know based upon the kinetic chain is... Achilles can turn into ACLs based upon limited range of movement and vice versa. Ask Clay Thompson. So I also know that about the kinetic chain. I do not want to see that for Aaron Rodgers. I know calves can turn into Achilles and Achilles can turn into ACLs. That's kind of how the anatomy works of the human body. What I think is Aaron Rodgers is a glutton for fame. He's a glutton for attention. Mm. And when you get hurt, that's the worst thing in football because we do not care about you. The only person that cares about you is the training staff. I've been there before at the collegiate and the professional level. So when you're not being talked about, you have to find ways to be talked about. What did Aaron Rodgers do the moment he got hurt? He went back to the game. Why are you going back to a game on crutches when you know you can be hurt? We tell you don't stand on the sideline during games if you're on crutches because if a player comes onto the sideline and hits you, you can't get out the way. Why was Aaron Rodgers throwing passes knowing he was not returning earlier on in the season? And then now, 79 days after an Achilles, why is he coming back? I don't think he loves his teammates. I think he loves attention. Now, it might be both. Mm. Might love his teammates and love his attention. But I don't think it's because he has this insatiable appetite to remedy Garrett Wilson and remedy Robert Salas Payne. No, 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 no. I think he has an insatiable appetite to hear about Aaron Rodgers. And we're talking about him because he's coming back. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I hate this idea, right? Even the whole playing around with it, he's coming back. Like, this is an Achilles injury. It's one of the worst injuries you can get in football, any sport at that. And then, like, let's think about this for a second. Out of 16 teams, the Jets are the 15th seed. Like, it's, <laughs> why are you coming back for, for what? You know, I, I think he'd get the, he could get the same thing accomplished with the attention you talked about if he shows, like, okay, at practice. Not practice as in, like, you know, uh, with, with the team, with the helmet and shoulder pads, but more like in the training room. They got all these different you know, activities to do to show the strength. He can do them type of things. And I'm sure they can tell the coach, man, Aaron, I mean, he's – He's so much far along than we thought he would be. Like, things like that. But going out here and trying to, what are you doing this for? Because I, I think you could really hurt yourself more to help yourself going for the, the, for the future. And it's like, I think next year they will have a shot. Um, and this kid, this guy's 40 years old, right? He's not a young chicken no more. Mm -hmm. And you know how it is playing. The older you get, no doubt. The, like the pain, just, man, it still hurt. Damn, it still hurt. The game was two weeks ago. <laughs> so I just think that going forward, just for the, the Jets organization, yeah, it's a bummer, right? You, you don't win this year, you know, have a bad year. I've been having bad years for a long, long time. You're used to that. I think next year you gear up, right? You get Aaron Rodgers, you get him healthy, and then you play that way. Because this way right here is, is dangerous. Yeah, I I mean, I he, he, are, are we talking about it like he's actually going to be able to take the field? It's crazy. Okay. Uh, there's lots, I mean, yeah. there's lots of things people try to do. No doubt. People try to be models. Like, people try to start businesses. Like, try to win tr the, All that. trying and actually doing something are two different things. Yeah. Like, he's actually planning on taking the field Trippy. in a few well, weeks. Well, for me, I think so because, number one, I don't think my dog chasing attention. This was the goal from day one when he popped it. The very next day, they say, man, this was a goal for him to try but to come back. But this isn't a strained hamstring. It's an Achilles. But for me, I feel like if this wasn't even possible, trainers, why are you even playing with it? Why he even out here? Why he even dropping back? Why he, do, why he doing this stuff? Go sit your butt down. They're going to tell him that? Yeah, they're going to. And he going to listen? 
I'm just I saying, watch, if you're this a man. trainer to protect this I watch man, this man. you got $40 million dollars invested in 12? You want, first of all, so give the, 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 the America uh, a real look at the trainers. We don't, we don't talk to trainers the same way we're going to talk to our head coach. You know that. Hey, look, I'm good, that. man. I'm, good. I'm cool. I'm good. Give my shot. I'm ready to go. Right? Think about this. I watched him talk bad about the GM. I watched him tell the head coach, I ain't, look, I'm doing these plays. Remember that we had that thing with, with Green Bay? Like, this is Aaron Rodgers we talking about. I understand I need to go that. on a dark retreat before I come back to talk to y'all. Yeah. And you tell me he going to talk and have a real conversation with the this trainers? Is, this is an injury. This is the franchise that we're talking about in Aaron Rodgers. There ain't no hope next year again to go nowhere Who's if this man for is not right healthy. Now, so James. if he wasn't capable of coming back, I would hope the Jets and the, the trainers would be like, nah, bruh. Tim no. Julio is playing quarterback for the Jets I right now. Why? It, why is he there? Because Aaron hurt. Okay, but why is he in the building? Because Aaron Rodgers Thank brought you. him over. So there. this is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. What, like two weeks. <laughs> whatever he says is gonna go. I'm just confused. Like I, I need the answer. It's dangerous man. Is this a it is, is this a serious thing? Like, are, have he? Because he needs to be studied. Like, in the doctors need to study him, right? If he comes back from this, this would be. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of being sarcastic, but not really. This is an Achilles injury. Big, the second that it happened, we were like, cool, see you next year, because this is not an injury you just come back but from. What, what's that's in, another what's reason. interesting, though, is, is, is Joy and James were talking, Shady. I thought to myself, Aaron Rodgers is brilliant once again. Because what's the only thing that would be more impressive than this? Winning a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? And that's out, the, that's out the picture. Think about how we're talking. You're saying he should be studied. This would be miraculous. We're speaking about him. He's, as such, a team, he would, he's such a team guy. We're, we're speaking about no, him. No, like his body is a phenomenon. Agreed. But the only other way we would have uttered statements like that, Aaron Rodgers and phenomenon and should be studied, is if he would have won a Super Bowl. Yes. And that's yeah. out the map. So now what can Aaron Rodgers do to get that same but, amount of but, praise? I mean, hey, but, listen. But as an gets on the field, okay, with three weeks left in the season after tearing his Achilles week one, I submit, okay? Saying, I, I buy the book. I'm just saying, as an athlete, when you put your mind to something and you chase something, it really ain't nobody anything that, that, anybody yeah, yeah. to bump you off Except that. for, if like, this man popped his Achilles <laughs> There's no and body, said, but my body. goal is to come back, blah, 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 and he has an opportunity to, I think that's what he's trying to do. Science gets in the way of as that a sometimes. trainer, I would say, but, it's more of like, like so, home, I'm actually, a, I'm a fan of A-Rod. Yeah. Even though he goes up and down with all that while sure. off, the, off the field, he's a hell of a player. I no watch him with crazy stuff. So I'm a fan of him, and I, I just don't want to see him go out like that. I'm with you. Like, I don't trying want to see him just like, and I feel like he's trying to, like, like, prove something. Like, bro, it's okay. You did so much great things. Let's wait till next year. That was his goal. So what's going to happen is, I mean, not going to wait for I'll say this. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to end great. Correct. How can it? I watched Kevin Durant take his time. Like, take his time with his, and then it still wasn't ready yet. Like, that's why you have all these guys you put this money to on the training staff to, to make sure they monitor the minutes, the time, the F, all that stuff. I'm with you. And then he's just going past it. Like, Bruh, I'm with you. I'm scared. I don't, I don't want to see it either. I'm but at the same him. time, this, is, this was one of his goals. Listen, to get a back out there. A Even with the big a shoes on and all that. Like, come on, a man. AR12, it's a new rehab system. I am subscribing. Yep. Send like, me the monthly bill. You know, and I thought, happen, I, thought, I thought what Tom Brady had, what, the TB12. TB12. I thought that was, I thought that was something. Nah, this is some different. Yeah. This has bombs, you know, she some cheese. I might go into dark, darkness for treatment. Yeah, I'm, si I'm signing up. Don't call me Fox. Don't be calling me. No, we, we don't want you to know Achilles. It's a turning back time. Uh, well, yeah. speaking of a quarterback who's overcome an injury, Brock Purdy overcame Tommy John surgery in the offseason and has the Niners <laughs> atop the NFC behind the Eagles. And really, that's about it. What can Purdy prove on Sunday? Oh, the pressure's on, but guess who ain't gonna crack? I hope it's Brock Purdy. Hey, you want my heart? Full of money right now. Family, we are in our hurry up offense. It is the biggest game of the year. Niners versus Eagles. Likely an NFC championship game preview. And y'all know it's on Fox. We're gonna give y'all the good stuff. Brock Purdy hopefully gonna give the Niners the good stuff offensively. Eagles. One loss. Niners, three losses. But the Niners are actually favored in the link. James Jones, what can Purdy prove against the Eagles? I mean, he can prove that I'm that dude. I was that missing piece. You know, y'all didn't lose nobody else last year but me. And you got beat up by the Eagles. So he has an opportunity to prove I'm that missing piece. And I could take us to that big game. And when we do get to the big game, I'm the missing piece that's going to help us win. <clears throat> that's all we've been saying about the San Francisco 49ers. They need a quarterback. They feel like they found one. I think this is one of those statement games for Brock Purdy, knowing what happened last year, that with me, 
on this football field, this is what would have happened last year. And I think he has an opportunity to prove that he is that missing piece to take the Niners over that hump. And when I say over that hump, I mean winning the big-time game in the Super Bowl. 2-5, Purdy, what can he prove? I think it's more of a bounce-back game for him, right? One thing about as an athlete, you never forget. And the way we did him last year, he can't forget that. Uh-huh. You know why? He had surgery because of mm-hmm. that, right? He missed, a, he missed the whole game because of that. Right? I mean, he didn't, really, he didn't miss it, but he didn't really, you know, play it like that. So, anyway, I think as a ball player, you feel that. And to have a chance to run it back with the same, almost the same defense, same type of situation, important game, on the road in Philadelphia once again. And it ain't for him, and it ain't great for him last time. And I think you never forget that. So, Brock Purdy, man, if you got any dog in you, we got to see it. Because if not, them dogs going to be after you again. Either you're going to bite back or you're going to run. Well, well. You know what I love about oh, narratives? He can't bark. Get a dog eater. Shake it off. <laughs> if Brock Purdy uh, plays well and the Niners win this game, <laughs> it ain't, it, everyone's going to be like, it don't matter that the Eagles beat them and went to the Super Bowl because if Brock Purdy was there, we would have won. Well, it don't matter. It, it just doesn't. It's just not even going to matter. Forget what actually happens, yeah. like, in real life and history that we watch and experience and, like, actually happen. That's, that's how much narratives just change reality for people. That's what's going to be said. That the Eagles got lucky last year. Mm. Not that the Eagles took, took Brock Purdy out of the game, said, you're not going to play today. And then the next quarterback came in, and they were like, ah, nope, not, you're, no either. No, <laughs> no non-contact injury. That's just going to play it. I, I don't think Brock Purdy has anything to prove in this game. Uh, Trent Williams is available, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's going to play fine. And um, there's nothing he can prove to me. Mm. I was told that the reason that Brock Purdy looked the way that he did in those three games that they did lose was because Trent Williams wasn't available. Who told you that? I mean, that's what everybody said. It's just Not Trent Williams ain't there as hard. Like, what is he supposed to look like? He, he, he looked like a seventh rounder when Trent Williams wasn't out there. So, when he is available, he looks like a franchise quarterback. Trent Williams is available. I expect Brock Purdy to look like a franchise quarterback. The defense is playing well now. Then what's that proof? If, because Trent is playing, say Brock plays bad, what's that tell you? Mm. Mm-hmm. Tells me that he's not about a game. You mean again? You mean play bad again like, we, like the last time we played? Well, last time he didn't play. Yeah, last, last time, time he got, got, he got removed. Um, yeah, last time he got knocked out. He got removed. Man, playing good. So, yeah, he well, didn't play, though. I mean, I, 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 I would agree, Yeah, I would agree with that. He didn't play. He didn't play. But I don't think, I, again, I know this is an unpopular stance, but for teams that are perennial contenders, like the Niners, like the Eagles, like the Cowboys, like the Chiefs, Week to week doesn't prove anything to So me. he's proven enough to you that he has nothing left to prove. No, he, he, no, he has plenty to prove. But as far as like him being a franchise quarterback when everyone's available, yeah. Because he, he's done that. I've, I've watched him do it. I've watched him go undefeated until the Eagles game. Like, he's capable of doing that. It's interesting. For me, I've never seen him t- beat a team like this Eagles team. Yeah. If Brock Purdy beats this Eagles team, it proves to me, like James said, he can take them the distance. Remember, the teams that Brock Purdy beat at the end of last season prior to the playoffs, we were all saying they actually weren't that good. Beat the Commanders, beat the Bucks. The teams that he beat weren't that good. The teams that he's beaten this year, Jacksonville Jags, tip my hat to you. Dallas Cowboys, I tip my hat. But if you beat the Eagles, that tells me that you are actually better than we think. And I think he can avenge that loss from last year, and he can prove. If I was there, it would have been a different story. We will see the story Sunday when we return. Shady, you know the person all too well in Deshaun Jackson. (laughs) He was trying to get a career, but Shady got some things to say about D-Jack. Best long ball wide receiver in the National Football League, for my money, calling it a career. That's next. It's the pot, baby. Jackpot. Two-minute drill. Deshaun Jackson announced that he is retiring today. He will be honored at the Eagles-Niners game. That's Shady's homeboy. That's Shady's teammate, my former teammate. But, Shady, you know him far too well. What you got? This is a special moment for me, seeing my boy, seeing from, from, from my rookie years to right now, 15 years in the league. Nobody has done it better than Deshaun Jackson. I'm sorry. Deshaun Williams Jackson, a straight beast, the best deep throw threat I've ever seen in my life. You see him right there. I remember seeing him at 170 pounds. I'm like, this little dude, Deshaun Jackson? We got in that game. Arrow, 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 touchdown. I mean, I'm so happy for you as my brother, man. I see you already with your kids, with your family. Being a, a, a superstar player now, you come into the light of me as being retired. You always be an NFL legend. 
You'll always be an Eagle legend. I'm coming to the game to represent for you, my boy. Yeah, there are a lot of love. My boy, on field, pot. Yeah. On field, favorite D Jack play. Oh, wait. I got, mine. I, got mine. I got one for you. I got a great one for you. Got 15 oh seconds. Um, I forget who we playing, but anyway, he gets hurt. I'm getting crazy busy. Yeah. He comes back in the huddle. I said, y'all thought you was hurt. He said, I see y'all balling. I'm balling. <laughs> Next play. <laughs> you. Sean Jackson. Yes, sir. Hey, congrats, Jack. Proud of you. Congrats. Happy to you, man. Yes, That's it for us. We'll see you tomorrow.